0: This is the Norris Group's Real Estate Investor Radio Show. The award-winning show dedicated to thought leaders shaping the real estate industry and local experts revealing their insider tips to succeed in an ever-changing real estate market. Hosted by author, investor, and hard money lender, Bruce Norris.
1: Hi, thank you for joining us on the Norris Group Real Estate Radio Show and Podcast. This is Joey Romero uh, hosting once again um, today, we have a really special guest. We have Lisa Wright, who is the president of the Inland Southern California United Way and 2 one covering both the counties of Riverside and San Bernardino. As part of the United Way and 2 one she is committed to fighting for the education, financial stability, and housing for every person in the Inland Southern California. She serves as a board member with the United Ways of California, member of the Greater Riverside Chamber Government Affairs Committee, advisory member of the CBU JAB School of Business, Chair of the Mergers and Combinations Committee with the United Way Worldwide, and a member of the United Way Worldwide Business Strategy Task Force. She has also been a volunteer with Big Brothers and Big Sisters of Orange County and the Inland Empire, having mentoring her little from third grade all the way to first-generation college student. Prior to joining the United Way in 2016, Lisa was the Executive Director of the Philanthropy for Loma Linda University Health, and vice president of development for two human service organizations in Southern California. Lisa has a BS in business and accounting from the University of Arizona, a master's degree from Claremont School of Theology, and completed postgraduate studies in ethics at Claremont School of Theology. She attained the certificate in fundraising executive in 2015, and she is a member of the Association of Fundraising Professionals. She routinely speaks at conferences about philanthropy and ethics, faith and philanthropy, nonprofit financial management and fundraising, and is a new adjunct professor with the University of Redlands. In the last year, Lisa was awarded the 2020 Fundraiser of the Year by the AFP and the 2020 Spirit of the Entrepreneur COVID Hero Award by Cal State University San Bernardino. Lisa, welcome to our show. Are you um first question? Are you um? Are you married? Do you have kids?
0: I'm not. No, I'm not. I I spend my days really working in nonprofits. So yeah. No.
1: Wow. The reason I was asking, I had this tremendous joke about marrying Mister Wright, but I guess that's now now when when uh, you're at Redlands. Oh, I got to go to Mrs. Wright, Miss Wright. <laughs> <laughs> so you're you're always right. So um, can you tell us a little bit more about um the United Way? Of-
0: yeah. So um. You know, Inland Southern California, United Way uh, was founded in 1931, kind of during the middle of the Great Depression. Um, And for listeners, um, United Way used to be the community chest. So on the Monopoly board, that's us, the community chest. And so that was established to bring in all sorts of um, dollars and help distribute them to people in need. So that's how we were founded in the local area in
1: 1931. Wow. Wow. Now, are all of the United Way's the same?
0: All United Ways started at different times. Um, the first United Way started in the late 1800s um, in Colorado. So, we're spread throughout the whole entire world, and people started at different times when their communities started to um be populated. Right, they started their own United Way.
1: Okay, and the 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 United Way that I knew locally, you know, went into businesses and they would create these campaigns. And people would participate. You you know, you donate so much from your paycheck, and it would that that would be the campaign for the United Way. That's how you would get your shirt, you know. So is that something that you guys still do?
0: We still do workplace campaigns. So what's great about United Way is that anybody can be a donor in their community, right? Through five dollars a paycheck or ten dollars a paycheck. Um, we work with a variety of different people in major companies and You know, sometimes they give to United Way directly and other times they want to designate their gift to, you know, their favorite, you know, charity of choice. Um, So we help those companies um, with their employees, just kind of a really easy way to give.
1: And I know I mentioned uh, Riverside and San Bernardino County, but we're talking about the first uh, number one and number four uh, in terms of size and counties in the country. You guys really do both counties as big as they are?
0: We do. We do have some partners in our community, some smaller United Ways that serve really kind of a, a geographical area, but we cover most of Riverside and San Bernardino County. So we are the largest United Way in the lower 48 um, for landmass, right? Um, so we like to always point that out.
1: You know, uh, one of the interesting stories is uh, when, when they were looking to fill your position, the one that you got, um, I actually interviewed um, no way! It's like this,
0: like six years ago. Yes,
1: okay. I was working for um, Family Service Association. I was oh, running yeah. their Mobile Fresh program, so yeah. I was going to both counties and working with you know a lot of the nonprofit world, um, and just with the success that I was having, you know, somebody threw my name in the hat, and I actually got down the road quite a bit, but you know, I, I, I didn't have the credentials that nowhere near the credentials that you had, but you know, they were just like, man, you've just done so much. Um, you know, I was also the president of the uh, Riverside area rape crisis center, the the board
0: oh, uh, where I yes. served
1: for a couple of years. That's another one of our neighbors. <laughs> it's in between. Yeah,
0: I I know them very well. Yeah. yeah.
1: So anyways, now can we, um, now we used to host community connect here and I, and I think, um, two one one was a, a program of theirs, and that's something that you guys have taken over. Can you tell me a little bit more about that?
0: Um, yeah, for sure. We um, we took over kind of two one serving Riverside County. Boy, it's been like a year and a half, maybe a little bit over a year and a half almost two years ago. Um, so for Riverside County, that's what we did. And then just a year ago, um, we merged with Inland Empire United Way and two one one serving San Bernardino County. So yeah, so that's that's kind of what we did as an organization just recently.
1: So for people who don't know that, two one one is actually nationwide, isn't it? But it's mm-hmm. sort of locally. So can you tell us a little bit more about what two one one actually does?
0: Yeah, two one one has local contact centers throughout the United States. So either United Ways run them, like we do, or other nonprofits run them. And um, I think your, you know, most of your listeners may have used like the nine one one service, or Three one one to report a city or a county issue, or maybe they've called eight one one to find their utility lines. Um, and of course, way back when we used to call four one one, right, for people's information. <laughs> so two one one is a number anyone can call to get social service assistance. You know, so from anything from locating a food bank to signing up for like CalFresh for information about health services, uh, housing referrals, and then crisis care. And we're we're t- we're open twenty four seven.
1: Okay. Now, what um what are the programs that are available through the United Way and 211?
0: So through 211, um here locally we have a variety of different programs, but through the nation, you can call 211 for access to any social service program. Um, here locally, of course, we refer people out to um another nonprofit that provides that service or a government entity. Um in local, we also run um, you know, 211 careers, which helps people find jobs. We work with our homeless population to help them find housing. And then we also run our Emergency Rental Assistance Program. Okay.
1: Now, did the pandemic change how you guys did business?
0: Oh, yes. (laughs) Um, It for sure did. Um, Kind of the minute we kind of went on lockdown, our phone lines surged. Um, We had to get help, which is great about two in one. We had to get help from our network to handle our call surge volume. Um, And locally, they wanted to know, and of course the nation, people wanted to know what exactly were the protocols, what's happening, where do they get tested? Um, And so during the beginning of COVID, we were helping people locate their testing site, providing them information the counties wanted them to know, and it was just an easy number for people to call. Um, So at the very beginning of COVID, huge surge. And then when the vaccines became available, we worked with the county to um, um, Riverside County to get people directly um, get their appointments for the COVID vaccine. So we scheduled 1000s and 1000s of COVID vaccines, and we scheduled 1000s of COVID testing for our neighbors.
1: Wow. And is that stuff still going on now? What's the most common call you guys get now?
0: Today, I was just looking at that data. Actually, today, um, the number one reason people are calling today is for utility assistance. So part of our emergency rental um, program does cover utility assistance, but that's the number one call today.
1: Well, that's a great transition because my next question was going to be about United Lyft. So so most people, you know, we have a a big, big network of, you know, real estate investors, realtors, and mortgage professionals um, that this, this particular program could um, really help them out because we, we, we serve the mom and pop kind of real estate investor, the mom and pop um, landlord. So can you tell us about um, United Lift?
0: Absolutely. So United Lyft um, is a program in Riverside County, and it's a partnership between Lift to Rise, which is an organization located in the Coachella Valley, and our organization, um, where we help both process and distribute rent relief to landlords in Riverside County. Um. Also, Inland Southern California United Way and 211 also distributes rental assistance to landlords in San Rio County as well through another program. Okay. And then, of course, nationally, a lot of different types of organizations are helping getting the money out.
1: Now we're talking about AB 832 in California. Mm-hmm. Is that Correct. And then all- the money that you guys are getting?
0: Correct, yes. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> and then, of course, in the state, if you're not Riverside or Samuel County, housing is key.com. It's another resource.
1: Yes, that was a, that was a question down the line. But that's OK. <laughs> um, so how much can they get in rental assistance? So
0: it depends on what county um, and um, it depends on what county they're in, what city they're in. There's a lot of, you know, depends. And um, we are paying back rent. So, again, it depends on the it depends on the program that they're applying for, but we help landlords get caught up and help the tenants get caught up um, so that their rent is paid. So, but also the program has some restrictions. So because it's a federal program, there's going to be income limits. Not everybody qualifies. It's meant to help people who had a COVID issue, right? Or COVID have impacted. It's not meant just to for somebody who doesn't want to pay rent and they weren't impacted. Right. Um, so there's, and then of course it requires the tenant landlord to work together Um, We love it when landlords and tenants communicate, which is often a challenge, but uh, to communicate about making sure that we get a lease agreement that, you know, so that's how we kind of work with them to figure out what they need.
1: Well, I was reading that it it gives them up to 12, in in certain programs or certain places, it gives them 12 months of arrears and even three months of future payments.
0: Yes. So that's our Riverside County program. San Bernardino County is a little bit different, but, and it depends on the locality that your listeners are listening to, but yes, paying back rent.
1: And just so everybody knows that um, I I think a big California um, organization that's helping a lot of people with this is the Alliance of Californians for community empowerment. I read. Um, Now, one of the things that was surprising to me, and I think is an incentive for landlords to work together is that these payments, who do they go to?
0: They go to the landlords. Yeah, we wanna make sure that our landlords are made, um, made whole um, from COVID and they go directly to landlords, which is why we, why we love when landlords and tenants work together and communicate.
1: Is there a deadline to apply?
0: There isn't, it's until funding runs out. I highly encourage you to apply sooner rather than later and landlords can directly apply, but their tenants must also participate, right? They have to be able to provide some documentation.
1: Yeah, I saw that the, the landlords can initiate. So my question was going to be, what, what is the follow-up? What happens after that?
0: After they initiate it, we contact their tenant um, to let them know this is the information that you need to complete to qualify. And, you know, it, proof of income, just general information. And the landlord also has to put their certifications and making sure we have a lease. Um, Yeah, so that's... That's generally what happens next. It does take a while. Sometimes, as you might know, landlords and tenants don't always communicate with each other very well, um, and we're always trying to bridge that gap between the two.
1: Well, this is uh, quite an incentive to do so. Now, um, I've, I read in some of these that it's not just rental assistance. Is there money for other things, too?
0: Depends on the program, but we're talking about where the person resides. But some of our programs does also include back utilities as well. Oh, wow.
1: Now, you said it takes some time and this is pretty new. Are, are they starting to see this work and is there, you know, success stories already?
0: Absolutely. I'm happy to share one. Do you want me to share one? Yes, please. Okay. So, um, and I wrote myself some notes so I wouldn't forget all the details. But so a couple, a couple weeks ago, you know, I logged on to my emails early one morning and I had this voicemail from one of our case managers um, and the voicemail came from one of our tenants. Um, who was leaving a message for our case manager. And so the voicemail was sent from the tenant slightly after midnight, right? And so it was somebody we had assisted. It was a middle-aged man who had recently lost some members of his family. And his voice was steady at the beginning um, of a call. And he explained that he really appreciated the assistance, right, that he had worked his whole entire life, never needing assistance like this. And then his voice paused for just a second. And you could tell um, that he was beginning to get very emotional. And he said, you know, I've never thought I would need this kind of help. And your team has been amazing and so compassionate and helpful. Um, And he said um, that just a few minutes before the voicemail that he had left us, he had opened his own email to find that he had been approved for all of his back rent. And he said, and he was fully emotional during this time. He said that he couldn't, he could finally sleep and that he'd been up night, night after night worrying. And this is the first time since the beginning of the pandemic that he felt peace. And I listened to that voicemail five times sometimes just to encourage me every single day, you know, that we're doing this for a purpose and a greater reason. And I'm so happy that he was able to get some peace from that experience.
1: Well, that's, you know, that's part of the reason, you know, uh, you know, when I was doing that work, when you do that work, you know, matter of fact, the reason I'm at the Norris Group is because of the nonprofit community work that Aaron had done with me, you know, I, every time Aaron had some project, he'd be like, Hey, Joe, you want to do it? And i would be like, yeah, let's go. You know, cause I, I knew it was going to be fun. I knew it was going to help people. Um, one of my, one of my favorite ones was, uh, we loaded up, uh, and headed out to the Coachella Valley and, uh, and we were, um, showing nonprofits how to participate in give big. And it was this little group of, it was campesinas, Latinas, you know, campesinas, mm-hmm. uh, you know, farm workers. And they all spoke Spanish. So they were doing translating and it was, it was really cool. So that's, that's how I ended up here, but you know, it's, it's, it's helping the community. It's, you know, being, being able to give back, you know, it's, I don't want to say it's easy because giving your time, you know, Aaron always talks about, you know, time treasure or, or talent, right. One of those things that it's one of the things that you can do for the community. Um, So I, I never, I never, you know, lessen people's time. If, if you put a, a a number to to the you know like a like a wage to the volunteer hours it's it's in the hundreds of thousands of dollars that people give back every year you know so uh, it's always a, a great um, great thing to do now um, one of the things that has no um you know being being connected to the to the Latino community um, immigration status has nothing to do with this right like they can't no. still
0: buy. Yeah, still apply.
1: So um, how how can other um, how can landlords get involved in other programs and how can how can they you know we help bridge that gap even more?
0: I think that you know beyond rental assistance, landlords can just really inform their tenants about two one one um and letting them know, you know, maybe you're having a hard time with rent, but if you call two one one, um we also know that if people are struggling with rent, they're probably struggling with food, right? They're probably struggling with health. They're probably str- there's a lot of other things that people are struggling with. And um, our two one one guides, the people that answer those phones, are local people that want to just help their neighbors in need. Um, and so, you know, talking to a real person who's compassionate and wants to make sure that you're getting all the referrals that you need, um, and then to call back, you know, if if you need more services, twenty four seven, and all the in all languages. Just we really would like to figure out how we can become helpful for you and your tenant.
1: Sure. Can you uh, let our listeners know how they can uh, get a hold of um, you guys?
0: For sure. We have our website. So you can, of course, in your favorite search engine, Google (laughs) or whatever, (laughs) Inland Southern California United Way. Uh, And then as well as for if you're in Riverside County and you're looking for Rental assistance. It's UnitedLift.org. If you're in San Bernardino County, it's um, SBCRentRelief.com, and of course, in any search engine, you put any key terms, you're going to get to us. Oh, and then of course, two one one. You don't know where to go? Call two one one. They can help.
1: That's that's the easy one, right? Call two one one. That's a simple, simple, and as easy as it can get. Lisa, thank you so much. Um, We really appreciate you being on with us. And I know that our listeners are going to find tremendous value with this. And I hope it really does encourage a lot of our landlords to not only encourage their tenants to, you know, apply, but, you know, maybe just grab the bull by the horn and, you know, take a little initiative and, and, you know, start the process and then say, hey, this is what I did for you. You know, can you follow up? You know, we're going to try and make you whole. All right. We do want to tell you about some upcoming events on August 14th at 9 a.m. Bruce will be presenting part three of his economic update and forecast report. Part three is called AI, Artificial Inflation, Real Estate and the Stimulus Economy. Bruce will be taking a look at how inflation in the past impacted the economy, wages, interest rates and real estate price movement. He will also have to consider several factors that cause deflation, things like aging demographics, debt servicing costs, higher taxes, artificial intelligence and technology advances like robotics. It's going to be a real challenge to say what's next because what's happening is all artificial. This is only available to VIP subscribers. If you need to renew or sign up, please give me a call at 951-823-8266 or send me an email at joey at Norrisgroup.com. Our other event we're having is on August 27th. We're heading back to Florida for another Florida boot camp. We have less than 10 seats available. So if you're interested in investing out of state, please sign up as soon as possible. For more information, once again, reach out to me at 951-823-8266 or email me at joey at Group.com.
0: For more information on hard money loans and upcoming events with the Norris Group, check out thenorrisgroup.com. For information on passive investing with trust deeds, visit tngtrustdeeds.com. The Norris Group originates and services loans in California and Florida under California DRE License one. 01- Two, one, nine, nine, one, one, Florida Mortgage Lender License 1577, and NMLS License 1623669. For more information on hard money lending, go to the Norris and click the Hard Money tab.